Welcome to NextCast, a podcast about teaching and learning at Humber College. I'm Nathan Whitlock, an editor at Humber Press. On NextCast, we talk to some of the faculty and staff who are leading innovation at Humber, both inside and outside the classroom. In this episode, we sit down with Cheryl Mitchell, a program coordinator and professor in the business school, to talk about a research project related to student entrepreneurship. Thanks for coming, Cheryl. Thanks for being on the podcast. Thank you for having me. So you work in the business school, uh, mostly in the area of entrepreneurship. You work with students and you work at the Center for Entrepreneurship. Um, what exactly is it about entrepreneurship and that whole idea that you love that, that connects with you? I like the fact that people have an opportunity. So whether it's students or, or people in the community have the opportunity to follow their passion, mm-hmm. something that they're passionate about, that they want to pursue as a career option, possibly, um, and working with them to, to get them to that next step to help them and support them. So I really like that idea of them creating their own future, really. Mm. Yeah. We've done stories in, in Next Magazine, and we've talked to uh, teachers who've, who've worked with students on projects that kind of blossomed uh, into things that they, you know, some of them brought to like places like Dragon's Den or have created actual viable businesses out of it. Is that fun to see the the seeds of these projects start and then grow and then grow into, you know, actual projects. Absolutely. Absolutely. It, it, and you see them from when they just had the idea to now they actually have a viable business that they're working on and, and making a living on it. Mm-hmm. So some are still doing it part-time, but others are actually doing it on a full-time basis. Oh, that's very cool so, to yeah. see that stuff. I, it I, is. That always impresses me when someone, it starts off as a class project and then four years later, that's their, that's their living. They, yeah. They've built it up. And in, in terms of entrepreneurship, you've actually been working on a project, a research project through the Teaching Innovation Fund um, called Beyond the Pitch. I was wondering if you could tell us a little bit about that. Sure. It's a project that I wanted to look into because I teach entrepreneurship. Um, I was looking at teaching them entrepreneurship. So looking at engagement more so. Uh, in the past, I looked uh, across Humber. So I worked on a project where I looked across the landscape of Humber and all of the programs that teach entrepreneurship and how they teach it. And how they typically teach it, and now this was going back probably five or six years ago now, but at the time it was more through a business plan or through a pitch or a combination thereof. So that's the way they they taught it. So a business plan and a pitch. And really there was no other ways that I saw that people were teaching it. So I thought, oh, I wonder if there's more engaging ways for people to teach entrepreneurship rather than those two learning activities. And that's kind of where the idea came from. And um, is that a very sort of standard template? Did you find that it was just sort of limited in what, what the students could learn? Or what was the what were the limitations of that? A lot of it was feedback or observation right. from students. Students, students don't like to do, well, business plans are long, very detailed, um, and very cumbersome. So students didn't like so much doing them, especially those students who were in an entrepreneurship course who were never even going to think about starting their own business, um, but they had to go through the project for the class. Uh, pitches, students, they typically didn't like to stand up in front of the class, and some of them did a Dragon's Den type style in their classroom where they would pitch to a panel of judges and they would score them. I mean, there are other ways that 
um, were incorporated in some of the classes, like guest speakers coming in, um, that type of thing. But for the most part, uh, it was p- typically the pitches and the uh, the business plans. Right. So I thought there are other ways to get students more engaged than just the writing and the, the pitching. Right. And so what were the what were some of those ways that you you found or you you discovered? So what I had done um, is I looked at. I still kept the two learning activities, so the business plan and the pitches, but I actually incorporated four other learning activities into the class. So one of them was a focus group. One of them was um, a pop-up shop. The other one was um, they had to do a lean canvas. And the other one was a funding campaign. So in addition to the two... Uh, business plan and pitch, these other four learning activities um, I incorporate into the class to see which ones engage them the most, got them the most involved, the most excited about their business idea that they were working on. And and you said they, they got most excited about it. So that was that was the kind of reception you were getting when you opened it up to these mo- these other modes of, of pitching or modes of, uh, of kind of thinking about their project? Yeah. So th- they knew right off the bat which assignments they had to do. So they had to do the six different assignments plus a, a final presentation kind of on their journey of entrepreneurship. But the six ones, they could do them in any order. So I didn't tell them that they had to do the lean canvas first, or I didn't tell them they had to do the business plan first. I actually gave the the groups or the, the individuals, however they decided to move forward, the option of doing whatever assignment they felt. Because in real life, mm-hmm. and you're starting your business, everyone's going to start it a little bit differently. They might start it with a business plan or they might just start it with an idea and then go out and ask people what they think about the idea. So I wanted to kind of structure it that way where they had a date for an assignment one and a date for assignment two, but they chose which assignment one assignment two was. And then after they had completed the assignment, there was a reflection activity and they would measure how engaged they were within with the particular activity, what they liked about it, what they didn't like it. And so it was a questionnaire that they had to complete after every uh, learning activity. So it was almost more modular instead of chronological. They still had to go through all those steps, but they could decide which they wanted to focus on first and then move to the next one. Yeah. So now you worked on this project, you researched this, this uh, new approach to, to teaching students about entrepreneurship. Um, and then you took your results, you presented them at Humber Showcase, uh, as well as the annual conference for the Society of Teaching and Learning, the uh, in higher education at the International Society for the Scholarship of Teaching and Learning in Norway. Uh, what was that experience like? What was the kind of feedback you were getting? What was it like to kind of present these these results. It was great. It was great. And I presented them in different ways at the different venues. So I did them in the form of a presentation. I also did a poster presentation, but the feedback was, was positive um, and very enlightening. So from the audience members at, at each of those those areas or each of those venues, um, very positive and people had an interest or, well, what were students more engaged in? And what was the feedback? And why do you think students, so students didn't like pitches, which I knew going into it, but it was is definitely um, a result in here as well. And so they would ask, why do students not like to do pitches? And so it it definitely um, initiated a conversation about entrepreneurship and teaching it and what students helps them, what helps students the best. So mm-hmm. there's a lot of a lot of positive feedback, yeah. 
And in terms of uh, moving forward, what do you think the next steps for this research? Where do you, what do you want to do with this project moving forward? How do you want to build upon it? So my hope is to pub to do a publication. So a, a writing publication in a journal um, with the results there. So that's that's a priority for me. And then also I have made changes in some of the learning activities in my own classroom. So and I and I have been sharing it. I do run a community of practice for entrepreneurship here at Humber as well. And I've been sharing some of the results there, but also some of the learning activities that I do within the classroom um, throughout there. So that's my hope. Right. Yeah. It's something we always like to ask people who are doing this kind of research, whether through the Teaching Innovation Fund or on their own or through another program, is what kind of advice would you give to another faculty member who wants to do something like this, but is maybe new to the whole idea of researching their own practice or researching teaching practice? Are there obstacles they can look out for that maybe you stumbled over or are there, what, what kind of tips would you give them? Well, first of all, I tell them to do it. Okay. That's, that's pretty good. <laughs> um, yeah, for sure. I mean, it, it gives it makes you look a little bit differently at the way you're teaching in the classroom and it helps you to, to engage the students a little bit more or maybe provide more options um, or look at other options that might be viable in your own classroom. Um, I think the support of the Center for Teaching and Learning is fantastic. Fantastic. Um, they were there throughout the whole process, guiding, providing support, providing resources, meeting up, you know, those touch points. So it was really great to have them kind of there as well as part of the support and to help guide you throughout the process. So I would say absolutely do it. Yeah. <laughs> well, thanks very much for talking to us, Cheryl. This has been great. Okay. Well, thank you for having me. Nextcast is produced by Humber Press and the creative productions team at the Center for Teaching and Learning. Special thanks to Santino Pinozzo and Kristen Valois. To suggest stories for future episodes of Nextcast or to just let us know what you think, email humberpress, all one word, at humber.ca. That's humberpress at humber.ca. Thanks, and see you next time. That's still not fun.